Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Make Money Behave podcast. Today is going to be a little bit shorter than normal because I am trying to squeeze this in before my daughter gets dropped back off from preschool. So bear with me. I wanted to hop on real quick to talk about the difference between a debt snowball and a debt avalanche. I get this question a lot, and since I addressed it a little bit in the last episode, I've had some people ask me, why is it better to do one versus the other? And my answer to that is, it's not always better. I really try to sit down with my clients and help you look at your situation to see what is the best method for you. I can tell you that the best method for us was the debt snowball method. I'm gonna tell you what each one of them is and then I'll explain to you why it ended up being the best route for us, even though we never would have predicted it. So a debt snowball is basically where you take all of your debts and you list them from smallest to largest with regards to their balance. Do not worry about interest rates. Then what you do is you only pay the minimum payment on all of those debts with the exception of the smallest one. The smallest one, you try to get that, get rid of that as fast as possible. So if you sell something out of your garage sale and you made an extra 40 bucks, you take that extra 40 bucks and you put it towards that smallest debt. Now in the last episode, I talked about maybe you have a small credit card, like $150 balance or so, and you only owe $25 a month on that. But in this scenario, you would pay the $25 plus the $40 that you just sold from your garage sale. So you'd pay a total of $65. Once your entire $150 balance is paid, you would take everything that you were paying towards that small debt, and then you would add that to the minimum payment for your second debt. Then you rinse and repeat. You keep doing that over and over until you build that minimum payment up all the way (laughs) to the very bottom. And by the time you get to the bottom of that, you're probably making a minimum payment of approximately $500 to $700 a month on that debt, which means you're gonna kick it out really fast. The debt avalanche does things just opposite. Instead of listing everything from smallest to largest, you're gonna list everything from largest to smallest, but this time you're actually using the interest rate rather than the balance. So the idea here is that mathematically you would pay the highest interest rate first and then work your way down so that you pay less over the course of your entire debt repayment plan. There is a place for both of these in people's lives. One method might make sense for one person and the other method might make sense for another person's situation. Given my training in behavior modification, I knew that for us, we needed to experience some really quick wins. And if I'm being entirely honest with you, the last debt that we owed was approximately $10,000 and had the highest interest rate. So if we had gone the avalanche route, we would have had to pay off this $10,000 debt first. As it was, I was already feeling pressured with the situation. So I don't know that the pressure of paying off an entire $10,000 debt is exactly what I would have needed at that time. So we decided to go with the snowball method. Because we had about seven smaller debts that ranged from $150 to about $4,000 in balance, we were able to quickly eliminate the first two or three of those. The next couple took a little bit longer because those were in the thousands of dollars, but not much more than a few thousand dollars. About one year after we had begun the process, my husband lost his job. 
Now, here's where we never would have guessed that the debt snowball would have actually benefited us in the way that it did. When he got laid off, we were making extra debt payments on our debt snowball to the tune of about $500 a month. But that was extra payments. Those were not required payments. So what that meant for us was that when he got laid off, we were able to stop those $500 in extra payments and just be able to maintain the minimum payments on the remaining debts that we owed. Had we not eliminated those first five to seven debts, we would have had to continue making minimum payments on all of those and we never would have finished that $10,000 that we were working on in the beginning because it would have taken us more than one year to pay off that $10,000. So what I tell my clients and anyone who asks me what would be one of the benefits to going the route of the debt snowball versus the debt avalanche, my response is always that it helps to reduce our risk in the event of an unforeseen circumstance, such as a layoff. So I hope all that makes sense. I know that not everyone who listens to the show has debts, but if you're listening and you do have some, I would encourage you to just make a list of all of the debts that you have and include everything except your home. If you owe a family member a couple thousand dollars or a few hundred dollars, go ahead and put that in there too. Just because it doesn't carry any interest on it doesn't mean that it's not a debt that you'd like to pay off. So I do encourage you to list all of the debts. Go ahead and put down there what is their minimum payment on that, what is the total balance, and then you can use this information that I shared with you today to decide for yourself which of those methods is the best method for you in your current situation. I know that was a lot to take in, and I spoke a little more quickly today because I'm really trying to beat the clock before that little one gets home, but I appreciate you tuning in today, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye.